Welcome into another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Dan Handel, and in this episode, we'll be previewing the big matchup coming up on Sunday between the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. And it'll be a big one for both teams, really. I mean, the Packers are looking to continue their winning streak. Uh, haven't lost a game since week one. And uh, looking to make it eight in a row, potentially. So they have to continue to uh, hopefully play good football and, and get another win to keep that winning streak alive. And conversely, for the Chiefs, they're 4-4. Four and four. They eked out a win last night on Monday Night Football against the struggling Giants, uh, to put it very, very mildly. Uh, they're just not a very good football team. They do have some good talent. Um, at, at some different positions, but holistically, the, the whole football team just doesn't produce that that well uh, as far as wins go. So they're having a tough season, but the Chiefs were able to get it done uh, in Kansas City, so this will be another home game coming up for them. Uh, Sunday at 325 on Fox from Lambeau, or actually from Arrowhead Stadium, as I mentioned. Uh, and... It'll be interesting to see how Patrick Mahomes plays uh, against a Packers defense that's really playing well. They're really playing good football. Uh, they've played well against Kyler Murray on Thursday night football. Uh, they got the job done uh, just barely. They were able to get a Rasul Douglas interception to seal seal the deal and, and get the win. But uh, it, it, it was a really thrilling game on, on Thursday night football. Uh, last week, and we'll have to see. Packers got a long kind of build up to this game against the Chiefs versus the Chiefs having kind of a short week because uh, they played on Monday night, so they'll be playing Sunday, so they won't have as much prep time for the game. But I'm sure Andy Reid, a veteran coach, uh, will get his t- team ready to go and uh, all set for the matchup against the Packers. Uh, and I think that this Chiefs team kind of knows the magnitude of what they need to do to get back to playing the Chiefs football that, that we know so well uh, the past few years with them being picked uh, to be the favorite in the AFC, to come out of the AFC and represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Now, so far, they're not living up to those standards, uh, but there's still a long season. There's an added week to the season uh, to make it one week longer, and we're about midway through the season, so there's still a lot of football to be played. and in the NFL or any sport, it just takes getting hot at the right time. And maybe for this, these Chiefs, uh, th- they can do that. And hopefully for us Packer fans, uh, th- they kind of wait a little bit to uh, start getting on, on that role. Uh, and the Packers are able to take care of them on Sunday. But uh, it, it'll be interesting to see. The big thing for the Chiefs is they need their defense to play well. And I know that they got Chris Jones up front. Uh, really talented player uh, on the defensive line who really wreaks havoc on an opposing quarterback and will give, be giving Aaron Rodgers some trouble on Sunday. They also have do have some other talent as well on the defense, but they are struggling as far as putting it all together and kind of kind of getting those those results as a, as an overall defense. Um, do have some good talent again, but uh, putting it all together uh, is something that they're need, they're working on. Steve Spagnuolo, their defensive coordinator, is trying to, to, to get that right because that was certainly a weak point for them. Although they got to the Super Bowl last year, 
their defense is kind of what what let them down in, in the Super Bowl against the the Buccaneers. So that's kind of their their big point. And also, I guess the offense too. The offense isn't one hundred percent on point, but I think it's not. I don't want to say easier, but it's you would expect the offense to get more on track first than the defense for the Chiefs. And I think that. I mean, they have Patrick Mahomes, an all-world all talent at quarterback. He has been struggling a little bit this year, but he is still one of the best in the game. Uh, and when he's all done uh, playing football, if he continues on this track, he'll be he'll be a Hall of Famer. Uh, but he is still very young, so he's got to continue to, to prove it, and he, he probably will. And then they got Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. They are a little bit banged up at running back, as last night in the Monday Night Football game, Derek Gore. Yes, Derek Gore was running the football for them. When I saw the name in the back of the jersey, Gore, I'm like, is Frank Gore on the Chiefs now? But no, it's Derek Gore. So he was doing well. He kind of had a, a, a coming out party for, for the Chiefs. Didn't have like a fantastic game, but he did have, I don't know, like close to 100 yards rushing. He, he, he was the guy when he watched the game, he stood out. So that's that's all you need to know there. And uh, the Packers will be trying to continue continue their uh, winning streak. And you got to give credit to Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur has done a fantastic job keeping this team together amid, amidst all the injuries that they've had. I mean, they have MVS was out. Lazard was out. Devontae Adams was out. Zadarius Smith, Jair Alexander. I mean, all these players are out. David Bakhtiari. Some of them are, are COVID-related. Some of them are just injury-related. And hopefully they're able to get some of those guys back. I know that sounds like they're going to get Lazard back for the game on Sunday. They're going to get MBS back. Zadarius uh, is back practicing with the team. I'm not sure on a time frame for him. It sounds like there's there's a hope that we get they get Jair back in the secondary, which would be huge. And also add to that list, Kevin King. And although Kevin King has had his, his struggle bouts with the Packers. He does show talent here and there uh, occasionally to, to be okay, although some Packer fans understandably give him criticism because of what happened in the NFC Championship game against the Buccaneers. Understandably, that's 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 warranted for Kevin King. But you also do have to give Kevin King at least some credit. He is an NFL player after all. He, there, there is some talent there. Um, I'm not saying he's, he's, he's all world or anything like that, by any means, he's he's a he's a depth depth corner, um, and and that's kind of where he is at his career. In order in order to be anything more than that, he needs to kind of step it up and play consistently and stay healthy. So, just want to give a a shout out to Matt Lafleur, keeping this team organized. He's done a great job with the Packers so far. Just needs that Super Bowl that that we're all wanting uh, for for Matt Lafleur uh, with the Packers. He's been in the playoffs. He's had several seasons of success in the regular season with the Packers just needs that Super Bowl Packers defense is clicking their offense is doing well too even without some guys um in the lineup and unfortunately Bobby Tunyon torn ACL that's hard to see especially he was kind of starting to catch some stride first few games he was kind of kept in as a blocker to to chip to help the offensive line with some injuries to to help alleviate that but now he was doing well receiving and now he's got a torn ACL and Kylan Hill tore his ACL. So man, oh man, you know, injuries, you never want to see them in sports, but they're, they're the unfortunate reality. It's, it's a tough, tough game, a tough sport and injuries do happen. So with, 
without further ado, do want to get to this Chiefs game, preview it in, in more more detail, and do have Mark Drunk on the podcast yet again for another edition of preview for the Packers. Mark, what are your initial thoughts heading into this one in Kansas City? Uh, well, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. This looked like a much tougher game at the beginning of the year than it is now, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. I hope people are not sleeping on the Chiefs. They still have tons of talent. Uh, like you were saying, Adam, they have a lot of all-pro players on the offensive side that could give the Packers problems. And it'll be great to get some more people back for Aaron Rodgers. Uh I thought they did well last week. They really adapted to the game plan to who they had. You know, they I felt like we were watching the Wisconsin Badgers there for that game instead of the Green Bay Packers, which was which is not a bad not, not saying that's a bad thing. They ran the ball well. They played ball control and it worked out. So I think they can definitely get some get some points, a lot of points on this Chiefs defense and just the Chiefs have been turning the ball over a lot, so hopefully the Packers can keep that up. But uh, what do you think, Big A? On we'll get Big A's thoughts on Packers uh, on offense and Packers on defense, and I'll go and we'll go from there. Yeah, I do want to mention quickly before I get to that: the Chiefs today did acquire Melvin Ingram, uh, pass rusher from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, so that is something to add to their defense. And uh, they also traded uh, Devernay uh, Tardif to the Jets for a tight end. And they did those things. So those were kind of their moves at the deadline. Uh, and they were able to bring in, bring in a defensive player to, to kind of hopefully get their pass rush going even more. I mean, Chris Jones can only do so much. He's fantastic, but... Outside of that, they, they do have some some struggle bouts as far as that goes uh, on the defense. And as for this Packers offense, Mark, you were talking about, I just think that it's going to be key for them to get healthy. I mean, they didn't really make any moves at the trade deadline, and I think that that's kind of been their MO uh, throughout recent history. I mean, going back to Ted Thompson, Ted Thompson, rest in peace. Uh, sad, to see, uh, sad to see that, but... Um, and then going to Brian Gutekunst, I mean, they don't really make a whole lot of trade deadline moves. I mean, they made some moves this season, like bringing in Whitney Merciless, bringing in Russell Douglas, who actually was on the Cardinals practice squad a few weeks ago, and then the Packers claimed him, and then he had the game-stealing interception. So it's funny how, you know, things come full circle like that sometimes. But... They're, they're able to bring in those guys. They brought in Jalen Smith. Unfortunately, it didn't work out with him today, reportedly. He got released by the Packers. So that happened. But you do have to give Brian Gutekunst some credit. He is he is doing some some maneuvering as far as he's trying to trying to get guys. He's doing what Aaron Rodgers wants him to do. He's he's acquiring these players in season that can help that are veteran presences and not every one of them, unfortunately, the unfortunate reality is not every one of them is going to work out. It's just not. You're, you're not going to hit on all of them. But if you hit on a few of them, that's great because then you bet, you're even better than what you were. So it's about getting those guys healthy. It's about getting Bakhtiari healthy, getting 
Devontae back from COVID, getting all those players that all you listeners know were out these past several weeks, and then you augment that with what you already have on offense with Aaron Jones running the football effectively and receiving the ball, A.J. Dillon being being a battering ram in the running game, especially when it comes time to time to uh, have have cold weather, which we're already kind of getting to. Um, but, yeah, th- that's what it's about. It's about that kind of chemistry coming together. And it's also huge for these guys that are stepping in, too, because they're showing the Packers, hey, if you need us, w- we can provide something. And that's good for their depth, with, which they've all, always been able to do do well with, with, with keeping intact. So I expect the Packers' offense to keep rolling. Aaron Rodgers playing great football. Lazard is back. MVS is back. Unfortunately, Bobby Tunyon's out, but they're going to have to have Mercedes Lewis step up. He's been a great blocker, but hopefully he steps up even more in the receiving game. You're going to have to have DeGuara step up as far as from the tight end position. And that's what is going to make this team go. Like everybody's saying, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones are going to be the ones that kind of carry this team. And it's about who else is going to come through week by week in that kind of kind of sort of lineup of players aside from those guys that are going to step up. Randall Cobb, it's recently with Randall Cobb in the Arizona game having two touchdowns. And in other games, one game it was Lazard before he got COVID. Another game it was, you know, another talented receiver. I mean, it, it's just kind of next man up for this team. And they've always been able to thrive with that mentality. And they're playing great football. Their offensive line has had a lot of guys come in and out. And they've been able to stay the course. They've been able to play good football. Not a lot of time we've been talking about, boy, this Packers offensive line is not doing good. Aaron Rodgers is getting pressured. He's getting sacked. He's he's getting hit all the time. More times than not, he, there is a few pressures, but it, none of them really result in any consistent pressure. And Rodgers does a good job maneuvering out of that, but their offensive line does a great job. And Rodgers shouted him out today on the McAfee show. Pat McAfee does a great job having Aaron Rodgers on and having a great show in general on his show. Rodgers shouted the offensive line out, basically, you know, give, giving them those, those props as far as Royce Newman, Billy Turner, Elton Jenkins. Elton Jenkins moving around the whole offensive line and heading into this game against the Chiefs on Sunday. They're going to need those guys to bring it, and the Chiefs are going to be playing kind of where, where where they need to continue to play good football. Otherwise, if if they drop a few more games, they're they're going to be kind of kind of in scramble mode, trying to get in the playoffs, trying to maybe even get a wild card. Right now, they're they're at five hundred. They, they they got more pressure on them than the Packers do in this one. Packers have some pressure because they got to keep keep it going. But if the Packers lose, it's not great, but it's not terrible because they're still seven and two. They're still one of the best teams in the NFC. Bigger game for the Chiefs. And the Chiefs got to bring it. They'll be at home. Arrowhead's one of the best places as far as home field advantage. They always pack that stadium. It, it's fun to watch. I mean, I'm a Packers fan, but I do actually wa- like watching. I won't like it if the Chiefs are doing good on Sunday against my favorite team. But in general, just watching games at Arrowhead against any team other than the Packers, it's fun to watch. They, they bring it. They, they got really good fans. 
Um, much like the Packers, they, they got a re- really good devoted fan base. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do, what their defense does against Aaron Rodgers, what, what's kind of going to be their attack. And it'll be interesting to see what the Packers do as far as their defense against Pastor Mahomes. And kind of continue to keep keep that good play going defensively. And I would expect them maybe to have Dave Bakhtiari for this game, but it might be one more week. I think right now you look at they're seven and two. Or sorry, seven and one. And they are kind of you know, you don't need him back right now. Would it be nice to have him back? Yes, he's an all-pro. He's great. But you don't need him back. You you give him all the time he needs, and then you get him back. Versus if they were not doing as well as they are, then you'd be like, oh, yeah, get him back as soon as possible. But right now, one of the many luxuries they have is they, they can play, they can have patience, they can play the waiting game because they know it. It's a marathon, not a sprint, and they're going to try to get the Super Bowl like any team, but especially for them getting the Super Bowl, potentially being Aaron Rodgers last year with the Packers. Hopefully not, but we'll see. Um, and and everything like that. So, Mark, kind of what are your thoughts uh, going from there? Yes, yeah, so some interesting matchups here for both sides of the ball. With the Packers on offense, there's a lot of different things they can exploit. Uh, first of all, the Chiefs are in the bottom five in total points allowed this year. So there's a lot of lot of places to go. They're just kind of looking at the, the Chiefs breakdown by their personnel. On the defensive side of the ball, they do have – some talent up front. Um, I'm not sure why they've had such a hard time getting to the the passer this year. Um, they have Chris Jones, who is an all-pro. He's a defensive end, defensive tackle, can play anywhere on the line. Um, he's really good. That's going to be a big challenge for whoever goes up against him, if Bakhtiari can go. They do also have Frank Clark, who's a veteran pass rusher. He's it just kind of going off their ratings here. Chris Jones is rated 89. Uh, Frank Clark is the other defensive end. He's 82. Their defensive tackles, Jaron Reed and Derek Nadi, they're more of a, a run stuffers. So they're in the low 80s. Their linebackers do not rate well at all. Everyone's below 76. Uh, Tyron Matthew, who most people are, are probably familiar with, he's rated 97. He's the one guy you got to watch out for in the secondary. He's kind of their uh, their rover guy where they'll play him wherever across the defense. So Rodgers has got to be careful where he's where he he's probably going to be the main player that he's looking for to avoid throwing interceptions and in that. And then if you look at the safety, they've really struggled. Uh, Daniel Sorensen's really struggled this year in coverage. A lot of misplays deep that they've gotten burned by. Cornerbacks are right. Uh, everyone's about low 70 or high 70s in the ratings. But if you have Devonta Adams and Alan Lazard back, that would be huge, of course. And then what I'm really looking forward to see, Adam, is Marquez Valdez-Scantling because Packer offense hasn't had tons of deep plays this year. And you know that especially if the Packers can get the run game going, 
the Chiefs are going to have to make a decision. You either have someone way deep to protect against the 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 deep balls to MVS, or you have you bring up the safety because you can't can't have it both ways. I think Lafleur and Rodgers will kind of see how things are going throughout the game and pick their spots, but I do expect them to take some deep shots. And I agree, Adam. The Robert Tunney injury is definitely unfortunate because it would have been great to see him with the other receivers that they have. They're going to have to use Josiah DeGuara in the middle of the field. you got to have have somebody doing that. So I look for DeGuara to get involved. He showed some nice flashes in the Cardinals game last week. And then, of course, one of our favorite guys, big dog, Mercedes Lewis. I still look for him to be a threat in the red zone and uh, hopefully can get him a, a touchdown this week. He was very close last week, uh, just missed getting his, his foot in bounds there. But, um, yeah, I think the Packers can definitely put up some points. It'll be a, a tough environment. That crowd is probably going to be going crazy, and um, I think the Packers will handle it pretty well. If, if they can do what they did in Arizona with being as shorthanded as they were, I think they'll be fine against the Chiefs. And then on – uh, on, with the Packers on defense, so they played pretty well last week. I thought they were going to give up way more points than 21. They kept Kyler Murray in check. They stopped the deep passes for the most part. There was a one where um, they connected, Kyler Murray connected with DeAndre Hopkins on the sideline, which can happen from time to time, so... You know what are you going to do? But they made they got pressure consistently on Kyler Murray. They forced turnovers, and the thing with the Chiefs this year, they've had a couple issues. One of them is penalties. They've had a lot of uh, holding penalties. You saw if if anybody watched the Monday night game, the Chiefs had just tons of penalties on offense and and on defense for that matter, which puts them behind the sticks. And the thing with the Chiefs, they really don't have that much of a running game. You're talking about Adam. They are down to Derek Gore, who is yet not related to Frank. We thought he was, but he's not. And they their first round pick from a few years ago, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, is injured. He's normally their starter. So there's a drop-off there in talent, and the Chiefs are not very good at running the ball. So I would hope the Packers could stop them from doing what they want to do. And then, of course, we all know the big names, like you were saying, Adam, Tyreek Hill on the outside, Travis Kelsey uh, down the middle of the field. I don't know what they're, I don't know what Joe Barry is going to do with Tyreek Hill, if he's going to have um, Eric Stokes follow him the whole way, like all game, or if he maybe might switch some guys on him. I'm assuming they'll probably have some people over the top to stop the deep passes. I think that's the way to go, like, a lot of the success that teams have been having against the Chiefs have been making them have like 10, 15 play drives and taking away those big deep shots that Mahomes likes to do to uh, Terry Kill. Part of the thing that I think might be not a problem for the Chiefs, but maybe a cause of some some uh, issues, Mahomes really likes to extend plays, kind of like Aaron Rodgers. And they always like to go for the big play, and sometimes they don't just take the easy throws, and that can get them in trouble. So, I would, if I were the Chiefs, I would try to get the ball to Kelsey more than, you know, just chucking it 30, 40 yards downfield all the time. I don't know who will guard Travis Kelsey, but I have a 
great candidate, Mr. Devondre Campbell, one of Big A's favorite players on the team, one of my favorite players. He's really been a huge force for the Packers this year on defense, just all over the place, skin sacks, interceptions. He can run sideline to sideline, which is a breath of fresh air compared to other um, other linebackers that we've had. So, yeah, I look for Devondre Campbell to be on Kelsey, probably Adrian Amos, maybe Shannon Sullivan, and um, we'll see what Joe Barry can do. As far as the offensive line for the Chiefs, they have a decent left side of the line. Orlando Brown, the left tackle, is rated 80 overall. Joe Thune is really rated 86 overall. However, the rest of their offensive line is all rated 67 or lower, according to lineups.com. And they're really inexperienced, and they haven't played a lot together. So uh, look up, look for Kenny Clark to eat. Look for Preston Smith, hopefully Rashawn Gary, maybe Whitney Merciless. I would love if they could get the Chiefs in some long down and distance because I think the Packers could definitely get some pressure. So that's what to look out for on offense and defense. And then uh, the Chiefs, they have a Harrison Bucker as a kicker. He's been there a while, pretty successful. And uh, you got to love what you're seeing. We'll, we'll, and we're just giving our 30-second special teams uh, special uh, special breakdown here. Corey, or uh, what's his first name, Adam? Corey. Corey Bohorquez. What a pickup by Brian Gutekunst. Give you all you want as a punter. Can hit it 60 yards. He can pin him in the, in the red zone if he needs to or pin him within the 10-yard line. So who knows? Maybe the Packers might need to have uh, have that happen this week. But – they got a nice turnover from uh, a fumbled punt against the Cardinals, so hopefully that'll happen. But anyways, Big A, I'm going to say for the prediction for this game, I'm going to say the Packers will win this 35 to – I'll say 35-31. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Hopefully the Packers can be a little bit more efficient in the red zone. But – I think it's going to be hard for the Chiefs to stop the Packers at full strength. I don't care if they're, I don't care where they're playing in the world. If they're playing at Lambeau, if they're playing at, uh, if they're playing at the Chiefs Stadium, wherever, because the Packers are just they have better personnel than the Chiefs on defense, and I, I think it's going to be hard to contain Mahomes. But I think the Packers can get some pressure, get some sacks on him. Hopefully, the defense will help him. Or hopefully, the offense will. Give the Packer defense some time to rest. And, uh, yeah, Mahomes has been throwing a lot of interceptions, so hopefully that will continue. So I'll toss over to Big A to close us out here and give his big prediction. My prediction is Packers 31, Chiefs 30. It's going to be a real close game. Packers fans... Now, I could be wrong, but Packers fans, in my opinion, look for it to be stressful. And that is just what I think. It'll be a tough game. It is in Kansas City. Yes, Mark, you're right. Earlier in this episode of Big A Sports Show, I was saying before the year, this was more of a matchup, more of a bigger matchup than what it is, given the Chiefs and how they are and where they're at. But I just think Andy Reid's going to kind of give his team a nice pep talk and say, hey, we're much better than this. We got to bring it. 
And I just think that it's going to be a close game. Packers are going to win, so don't worry. Packers should win. This is a game that that they're they're clicking on all cylinders. Their defense is playing well. Their offense is playing well, even with some guys out. So, and they're even their special teams, the special team special that you had, Mark. Even their special teams is doing well. Crosby's been great for for a long time and has continued to be great. But Corey Bajorquez is, is flipped the field position when he's punted. He's had some great punts, which I know it's a punter, but punting is underrated fast of the game in, in some cases as far as field position and, and where teams are when they're starting their drives. So how how could you not pick against the Packers? I mean, they're they're playing really well. LaFleur's got this team dialed in. They got Joe Barry hopefully can come back from his COVID bout and, and get him back on the sidelines for this one. Um, but even if, unfortunately, he may not be there, they've shown – well, it's unfortunate that he was gone due to COVID. They did band together as a defensive staff and, and get this team ready to go against Kyler Murray, and they were able to pull off. I guess you could say it was somewhat of an upset. It wasn't a big upset because both teams were really good, but Arizona was 7-0, and so they were the best team. So it was, in some way, an upset. So they were able to get it done against Arizona in a thriller. I think they do it again against the Chiefs, 31-30. to I think it's going to be, no matter what, the final score is going to be within a possession of each other, or it'll be within a possession, and then the team that's going to win will take a two-possession lead at the very end. I think it's going to be a close game all the way through until the end. So that's my prediction. We'll see where we're at uh, when we talk again next on another edition of Big A Sports Show, which will be coming your way uh, in the very near future. And thank you for watching another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and go Pack Go!